0: What's up everybody, today's show is gonna be SWEET! Alright, it's for a good cause, okay? Uh, I'm not making any jokes here, I think it was a bad pun. But you'll find out why in just a bit. Let's go! Hello everybody. How do you? How are you? Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me backtrack a bit. Hello everybody. How are you guys doing? Uh, it's not been a while. You know, we, we've been talking more frequent than usual because you know we've got nothing else better to do but to record podcasts. And hopefully you can learn something with this episode. Now, I think early on I was mentioning um, something about you know this episode's going to be sweet, but I think uh, one common thing that you do in the mama these days, you know, people be like, hey boss, uh, Milo ice kurang manis or Teo ice kurang manis or oh, Teo ice kurang ice tambah ice, but tapi kurang manis. But it's that word "kurang money" is enough though, and that's why uh, we have a very special guest today. Because in conjunction with World Diabetes Day, that's happening in November, uh, we're going to be having a series of episodes to kind of like you know bring more awareness to diabetes. Because I feel that uh, a lot of us are very not. In, I, I would, to put it in a, like the lack of, For the lack of a better word We are not informed enough about the disease And yes, I do say disease So we have a very special guest today on the show Who has basically taken time off to be together with us Well, actually, in this case, just me Welcome to the show, Dr. Alex Tan <clears throat> How are you?
1: Hey, I'm good. Hi. Thanks right. for having thank me.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, all right. You know, for the benefit of our listeners and our viewers who are watching, could you please uh, kindly explain what it is you do?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I'm a consultant endocrinologist at Sunway Medical Center. And endocrinologist yeah. is a big word. I mean, it's the study of uh, hormones. But most of the patients that I see uh, have right, diabetes.
0: Right. Oh, okay. So, you, so like, you know, for me, it's, uh, when I heard about this episode that's Going to be scheduled to talk about it. I wanted to do it because, you know, like, for me, diabetes like it, it really hits home because my mom's diabetic. Um, and the thing was, mm. I think like when you're a kid, you when you when when you tell a kid who was like for years old, oh, oh, I'm diabetic, they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> they'll just say, oh, okay, you know, because you, you know yeah. the kid will probably see the person and the person's still alive and they'll be like, ah, oh, probably nothing to be worried about, right? But then again, you know, when I grew a little bit older, my mom, uh, my mom turned diabetic uh, when she was uh, pregnant with me. And then, uh, you know, mm. when I grew older, she she always tell me things like, you know, if mommy ever gets into an accident or if I, if I get admitted to a hospital, the first thing you must tell the doctor is I'm di- diabetic. Then I'm like, oh. And I never really asked why. But until one day, I asked why. But the thing is, my mom, you know, Asian parents, they will never ever tell you what's wrong yeah. with them. They're very stubborn one. Even though they're like, they they're left leg like, pain until you can die. They'll be like, nah, I'm fine. You know how Asian <laughs> parents are but I, I, I suddenly saw my Absolutely. mom starting uh, injecting needles into herself and I'm like, oh, okay, now now it looks serious. And then when you see your parents start injecting themselves with stuff, you tend, to, you tend to freak out. It's like, mom, are you okay? What's going on? And that's where I got to know about how diabetic, diabetic patients in the long run, if you do not take care of yourselves, it could lead to very, very a lot of complications. So what is diabetes, doctor?
1: Yeah, so diabetes is basically a condition where your sugar is high and it's not just high for a short while. Because sugar high for a short while is actually relatively harmless. You know, you eat something extremely sweet, it will bounce up. But if it's high for a long time, um, that high sugar can harm different parts of your body from the top of your head to the Mm -hmm. bottom of your toe. And so therefore, the sugar level has to be controlled. Uh, so that all these complications, these dangerous uh, effects uh, can be prevented, essentially. So yeah, that's diabetes. High sugar over a long time, causing damage to different parts.
0: Yeah, uh, of Do the you body. think Malaysians are well-informed enough about... Uh, can, is it safe to say that diabetes is actually a form of disease?
1: No, diabetes is absolutely, it's absolutely yeah. a disease, right? Because if you think about disease, it's something that causes somebody to have bad things yes. happen to them, right? Whether it's as mild as just a cough uh, 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 or something as bad as COVID where, you know, the bad thing yeah. is maybe death, right? So diabetes is absolutely a disease and the thing about it, it's, it's one uh, uh, one thing, yeah. a high sugar but it can lead to all sorts of things. Uh, I mean, I think you you might be aware blindness, need dialysis, may end up with amputation, may end up with heart attack, stroke, you name it. It's it's there, you know. So it's a disease because it can lead to so many other diseases as well. So yeah, it's it's not something that you wanna yeah. Play play with. Which
0: brings me back to my first question: Do you think Malaysians are actually well informed about the disease itself, or you know, are Malaysians not we- well aware enough?
1: No, I think diabetes, most people, most people would have okay. some clue, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, no matter what your background, there is a word for it. Yeah, or yeah. Liu, or yeah. or Okay, so there, there is some knowledge. Um, it's just about what to what level uh, that knowledge is. And to what level uh, they can use it to either help somebody else with diabetes, or to help themselves, you know, if they are going to get diagnosed and therefore treated uh, as well. So there is there is some knowledge lah. I can't say that it's kosong. I can't say yeah. that it's zero. Okay, but it could yeah. be better. Yeah. So I think that's that's the state where Malaysia because, is okay, at the
0: moment. Put it this way: if I if my mom mm. was not diabetic. She wouldn't just mm. pull me one side one day, ask me to sit down and poke a noodle, poke a noodle, pull a needle into my hand, and put it, put my blood, oh, yeah, and put me, put the yeah. the droplet of blood into some machine, and all of a sudden some numbers come out. Uh, which I told her mom, I'm, yeah, I yeah. know I'm good at math, but this looks like add math. And like then she'll tell you, okay, you're fine. <laughs> so, I grew up Ay- like that. My mom <laughs> once in a while will hey, come, I check your sugar level, and she will just prick my my finger out of blue. Um, and that's where I I. Mm-hmm. Got to learn about, like, okay, so if it's like above, if it's about six and above, you should be wary, all right? Uh, you should be maintaining it yeah. six below. Or if you're, you know, if you're seven, you should get yourself screened and stuff like that. And the only reason why she told me about this is, oh, because I'm diabetic, you, it could be a, like a hereditary uh, kind of disease because, yeah. you know, you could get it because your yeah. mom's diabetic. So for me, it's like, mm. that's where I started to freak out a little bit last. Like, I don't want to be diabetic, you know? The way you're telling me is like, it it seems like a uh, something that is very fun, you know what I mean, but a lot of people do not like. For me, is only because of COVID, uh. Do we are we more well aware that oh, uh, diabetic can lead to heart complications. It can lead to liver, fa- uh, kidney failure. It can lead to a lot of things, mm-hmm. uh, gangrene. Some of them say like you know you have to amputate your leg mm-hmm. and stuff like that, uh, yep. you know, and because like you know. I mean, sorry to say this, but you know, a lot of uh, deaths uh, 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 because of COVID. You know, a lot of people had comorbidities, and a very common comorbidity was diabetic. Yeah, diabetes. diabetes. So so if it wasn't for my mom having the disease itself, I wouldn't be well informed. I probably like drink a can of Coke, two cans of Coke, three cans of Coke a day. After I go jogging I like I'll down a bottle because you know why, I need to be refreshed. And um I will always have that that understanding that oh diabetes is an old person disease. Because like, you know, a lot of people only old people have it. But I think these days, don't you agree that a lot of younger patients are also susceptible to diabetes? Or is it only targeted to a specific group of people
1: No no no, so uh, my goodness, the specific group of people is Malaysians. If you have a Malaysian IC mm-hmm. you got Malaysian citizenship, you are at risk oh. basically <laughs> Now okay uh, yeah yeah so uh, that we have one of the highest rates of diabetes in Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. like we are really the Jago as far as, as this part of the world uh, yep. is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, now let me just give give you some figures. So as long as I have been doing these diabetes uh, awareness campaigns and talks and things like that, there's always been data. So one thing is very good. Our Kementerian Kesihatan Malaysia is good at getting data. So yep. uh, there is this this ongoing project uh, uh, called National Health Mobility Survey (NHMS) mm-hmm. right. And 2011, the rate of diabetes in Malaysia was 11.2 percent. Halfway through the decade 2015 became 13.4%. Oh. And then now 2019, the latest figure is about 18.3%. You round it off la, to 20%. Okay. That's one in five people, one in five adult Malaysians. So they, this, this survey was only for adults if you're age 18 and above. One in five has got type 2 diabetes. And the other thing that this research found was that about half of them uh, were not aware that they had diabetes until they were checked as part of that project right so that's a lot yeah you know, yeah if you have one in five one in five people I mean jin you know you sit around the table with five other people it's and they're malaysian and they're adults the likelihood of one of them having diabetes is is there yeah. you know so if you if you're malaysian yeah and then one in two are not diagnosed until they took part in the project oh. you know so luckily your mom was out of love like asian parents mm-hmm. right Come here, come here, come here, check your sugar. I mean, I must say, I, I, I've never heard that kind of story before. <laughs> You're the first one. But one in two were undiagnosed. Uh, goes to show there's a lot of it uh, going around. And yeah, back to your question. Sorry, I didn't really answer it. Yes, there's a lot of young people. So the youngest age group which was studied was 18 to 29 huh. years old. Um, yeah. And there were people with diabetes in that age group, roughly one in 17. Okay, so if you think about it, uh, you think about your, uh, yeah. your schoolmates or your university mates. How big was your class mm, uh, in school? Yeah, okay. I had
0: like 20 people in school. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's... 20 people in school. Yeah, so it's highly likely that out of those 20 one. people, one or two of them, uh, at least one of them will have diabetes at your age. Uh, well, no... This 18, is 18 yeah. to 20. Are, you, are you saying that? Are you saying yeah. that I'm so old? Think, oh,
0: I take offense to that. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Then right, okay. So here's my next question though. Is having diabetes something to be really shy about? Because I feel like, okay, I, I, uh, even if someone has diabetes, they won't openly claim, hey, I'm diabetic. You know what I mean? It's something that they keep yeah, quiet about yeah. and they fail to, to like, yeah. hey, um, I, I, they most, at most, right, we will go to a restaurant. It's like, oh, sorry, I can't eat that and then they won't explain why because I have friends who are diabetic and then like you know only when you ask mm. them oh uh, what, what you don't want to eat you know like everybody wants to order this sweet uh, dessert and you want to share because you know if we divide it amongst five people we pay less what you don't want to eat you're a party pupil uh, oh I'm diabetic and everybody like oh uh, like, like I, mm. I kind of feel like there is n- not enough uh, it's not common enough Uh, and and like as if if someone has diabetic people tend to judge like oh okay what's going to happen to this guy you know what I mean is 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 there some sort of like a stigma with people who are diabetic
1: yeah it's it's difficult and and that scenario that you just Mm -hmm. described Jin it happens up and down the country and it happens all over the world I mean your mom sounds like she's on insulin so she's uh, getting uh, jabs okay so sometimes You can jab just once a day. That's fine. Sometimes you have to jab with every meal. So imagine going out to a restaurant and then if you are not shy about it, you can actually just lift up the corner of your uh, uh, shirt or your blouse or whatever Mm -hmm. and do the jab, okay? Uh, Sometimes there are some people who are not shy. They just do it openly. I've seen that before in Mm -hmm. Juan Utama before. But there will also be people who run to the toilet to do it first. Yes, yes. Okay? And there are people who will be so shy that they might not do it and nobody wants to be labeled as a party pooper you know there are five people sharing a dessert uh either i come out and sort of say that i can't eat too much because i have diabetes or i just suck it up keep quiet and not reveal which sometimes right for asians that's that's the more usual thing to do you know, then you go home and then you have a panic and sort of say, oh, yo, I just ate that and my sugar is yeah. super high. It's not like I can uneat it. So I think, I think we have to, it, it's on yeah. many levels, lah, Jin. You know, you, you have to work towards saying that, oh, it's okay. Uh, if, uh, let me give you an example. If you know your yes. friend has asthma and you see one of your other friends smoking in front of him yeah. and he's coughing away, as a responsible friend, what are you going to do, hey, can you maybe like go smoke outside or something? Obviously this guy, right? His lungs are not good. He's already yeah. coughing away. I'll punch yeah, so the guy do who it. smoked. And I'll punch the guy who smoked. How can you smoke inside? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean like, yeah. So so obviously that's just being a considerate yeah. human being, you know? So I think I think if, if you sort of know that somebody has diabetes, I think just get to understand a bit better. Of course, people with diabetes is not to say that absolutely cannot eat dessert, zero carbs people have cheat days people have birthdays people have celebrations yeah that's fine you know meaningful uh 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 uh, uh food etc those 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 kind of things are okay but at least have that consideration to sort of say and then don't treat people like freaks yeah. like yeah, year you know you're injecting and like it just makes it tougher on them so uh i i you know want to come out and really advocate that you know if you know somebody who has diabetes get to learn a bit more about uh, uh, the disease, get to learn a bit more Mm -hmm. about them and how you can probably offer some support, you know. Uh, And the other way is that sort of, uh, oh, your diabetes, uh, shouldn't you be eating this Ah. or not eating this? And then, you know, it might be their cheat day, it might be the day where they are celebrating or it might be actually okay, they're actually eating it so that their sugar doesn't go too low. So get to understand them and at least support them, you know, so... Um yeah, I, I mean I think people if they have asthma they have no problems yeah. using their inhaler. Okay? Yeah. Uh yeah, and you see that. But for diabetes it may mm-hmm. not be the same, you know. I think there's still some stigma about, you know, going to a wedding dinner and then pulling out an right, insulin pen. Right. Uh but I just wish it wasn't that way, you know, in Malaysia. I just wish people could could be able to manage their diabetes openly and Yeah, really I think like, we're yeah. getting there.
0: I, I I'm not say that we're not. I'm pretty sure we're getting mm. there because like diabetes used to be a very enclosed kind of thing. I know my mom always made me feel like you know, hey, mm. I, you got diabetic. I mean, she didn't tell me not to tell anyone, but it made she made me feel like oh, if you have diabetic, then you know you are like an outcast. But now having realized that diabetes is so common. It should the conversation should be even more common, you know. You know, yeah. <laughs> Rather than yeah. like, oh, this guy's got diabetes and make and, and make that person an outcast. I mean, like, I get where you're coming. I um, get where you're coming from. When right? like, you know, if if a person is eating sweet stuff, uh, sweet stuff, if he's a diabetic, you don't judge him because he probably already knows what his level is, how to control his sugar intake, and yeah. So don't be the smart aleck. Who doesn't have diabetes telling mm. a diabetic patient on what to do that's what you're trying to say
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah 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 you got that right i mean yeah. that's a great summary and i mean i think i think it's it's just being yeah. supportive la it's just being supportive and sort of like not judging them like you say not criticizing or sort of being the smart they like say hey this can that can i heard this cannot that cannot um and just being supportive and sort of saying oh, okay like uh so how you know, how, what do you think is there on the menu? And I think in a way, right, if you start uh, sort of accommodating, you'll find that your diet to accommodate theirs would actually would probably be healthier as well because uh, diets for diabetes are generally, the supposed diets uh, are generally yeah. quite healthy, you know. And so uh, it's also a chance for you to improve if you don't have diabetes, yeah. your own diet uh, as well. So yeah. Uh, I would sort of uh, uh, really, really take that on and sort of say that, look, you know, if you know someone with diabetes, get to know them better, get to know how you can help them. Um, Sometimes in my experience, low blood sugars, which Mm -hmm. is the opposite, which is a side effect of taking uh, the medicine and the the food that they took was not matched. So if you even learn how to help them when they're in that situation, right, learn how to recognize it for them, because sometimes... You know, uh, uh, they might start acting a bit weird, like a bit. Like uh, they or something. call it they hypoglycemic. Yeah. Hypoglycemic. Where someone kind of like yes, lightheaded
0: correct. and kind of lose, loses their mm, mm. Uh, orientation, that kind of thing. Like they feel like they're going to fit. Yeah, my yeah, mom has, yeah. has that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, my mom is, uh, so my mom's on insulin. So she has to basically inject herself before every mm. meal. Uh, I remember as a kid, I said, like, yeah. mom, can I, can I inject for you? But no, um, <laughs> uh, okay. so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware, but I think, I don't think I'm well aware enough so that I, it's great that I'm having this conversation with you. So let's get down to the nitty mm. gritty and the more technical side of stuff, because I feel sure. like the, the person listening yeah. on the other side has got to take there's a lot to take away from this. I don't think we can cover it in one session. Yeah. Diabetes, nope. there's two types. There's type one, type two. What is the difference?
1: Sure. Okay, the majority is Mm -hmm. going to be type 2 in Malaysia, okay? Like more than 95% of the patients uh, with diabetes in Malaysia is going to be type 2, and the other one is type 1. Now, the major difference is usually uh, the age at which it's diagnosed and whether or not you need to go into insulin straight Mm. away, like as in straight away. So if you're type 1, you tend to be diagnosed as a kid or a teenager, okay? And you need to go into insulin straight away, like your body has like, Totally zero insulin. Now, type 2 is different because you don't need to go into insulin straight away. Your sugar is high, but you still have some insulin. It's just that it doesn't match up. It's not enough. So there are some medications that you can take initially to sort of uh, match that up. And once you are a type 2, you remain type 2 all the way. It's not as though like once you go into insulin, you switch to type 1. We categorize it based on how you started out. So if you started out insulin straight away, usually it's type 1. If you started out, can take tablets a bit first, or even diet mm-hmm. therapy first, then you uh, type two. So your mum, by the sound of what you said, you started on uh, 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 tablets etc. first, and then only yeah. insulin later on. Then she Ch- type she two. went yeah. to.
0: They said that insulin is better for her. So, like, pardon me, because I'm not a biology uh, graduate, <laughs> but our bo- uh, correct no worries, me if I'm yeah. wrong. But our body generally produces insulin, and insulin is the is the thing. <laughs> That helps break it's down sugars and converts them into yeah. energy in your body. Am I right to say that?
1: Absolutely. So there's, there's two, two ways to, to see the role of insulin. One, you have hit the nail on the head. It converts it into energy so that your heart can beat, your brain can think, you know, you can work out, etc. But it also, you always eat more than what you actively need mm. at the moment lah. Okay, so it also takes it and stores it. So you need insulin to store your sugar right. uh, as well. You know? Because otherwise, if you cannot store sugar, uh, you would basically need right. to eat all the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so insulin does that. You eat, it takes it and allows it either to okay. be burnt up to use as energy or to store. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the so, role so, okay. of insulin. What, what
0: causes your insulin output to decrease
1: uh, yeah, a few things. Uh, one of them is okay. aging. Uh, that's the most yep. common thing. Okay. Uh, everything decreases like, as you age, right? Your <laughs> hair also gets decreased. Your eyesight decreases. Okay. The other thing is is diabetes. Now, um, diabetes is really complex. Diabetes isn't just about uh, the insulin itself, but how sensitive your body is to insulin, how your body processes the glucose and th- uh, removes it from the body through mm-hmm. the urine as well how uh, your gut absorbs the glucose. So it's actually a bit more complicated than just the, the insulin story, okay? Uh, and what causes diabetes to come out? Yes, there is this uh, genetic yes. portion to it, like mm-hmm. right, with your mom. So I would say for you, Jin, you have a 50-50, oh, la, right? <laughs> I get scared. Uh, yeah, because half of you is dad and half yeah. of you is mom. I, right. well, well, uh, we'll, 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 so I will definitely like, ask
0: you a couple of questions before this because I had to scare myself but we'll get to that, that uh, in just a bit. Okay, okay. Cause, sorry.
1: Go on. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, uh, what t- was you're, I talking yeah. about? Uh, yeah. So, so there's, there's a genetic component but there's also a very strong, it's not completely genetic, there's also a very strong environmental or lifestyle component as well and that lifestyle component is a lot of it is actually linked to being overweight yeah. or yeah. obese, right? Because the data again from NHMS tells us that two out of three patients with diabetes are either overweight okay. or obese, okay? okay? Um, and three out of four, 75% have this thing called abdominal obesity, right? Where it's not, the fat distribution is not like, you know, sometimes you look at sumo yep. wrestler, they got fat arms, they got fat neck, they got fat upper chest, they yes. got fat thighs everywhere. But there's also a second type of obesity where typically, as you see some of these old old uncles sitting in a kopitian yep. with a singlet, their arms are skinny mm-hmm. and thin, but their yep. their belly, right, is, is big. So that's abdominal obesity. Three out of four patients with uh, uh, diabetes have this uh, sort of abdominal obesity uh, as well. So again, it's it's a bit of both. There's this hereditary yes. component, okay. But there's also this lifestyle component, especially if you are
0: okay. obese. So my next question to you is: obviously, when people say mm. uh, uh, diabetes, you know, in Malay, is kunjing manis. Sorry, yeah. I sorry I had to bring yeah. this joke up. But last time when my brother when I didn't understand what all team Liu, all team Liu is a Cantonese way of saying diabetes and kencing manis in Cantonese. I remember yeah, asking my yeah, I, I remember money. asking my brother eh hey, what is uh all team Liu and he's like oh it's diabetes oh? oh how do you know you have diabetes you drink your own pee yeah? I like, you know that's the typical typical <laughs> sibling you know who doesn't want to answer with facts. Yeah. With you. Diabetes is only yeah. caused by eating sweet stuff. Is that true or false?
1: No, 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 okay. no, not at all, not at all. So as as uh, as uh, as was said before, right? Diabetes is complex. Diabetes, there's this hereditary yep. component to it. There are some people who are yep. really lucky, Jin. Some people whose both sides of the family don't have diabetes and they they can eat all the yep. ice cream in the world. Okay. And their sugar exactly, doesn't I hate rise. those
0: people, you know. I really goes, hate them. <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
1: Ayah. yeah, it's one of those things, right? Uh, um, we all yeah. have our flaws. I mean, you look at uh, the royal family of Britain, right? All of them yeah. are balding before the age of forty. So yeah, sometimes these genetic things right. are just there, You know. So, so some some people, some genes, some families, they just can't handle too much sugar in their, their system. So there's that genetic okay. component. Then there's that environmental component or that, that lifestyle component right. as well. Though. So if, for example, your body is not the type that can handle a lot of sugar, but you live in the middle of sub-Saharan Africa and you have to hunt rabbits mm-hmm. to eat, then you ain't going to get diabetes <laughs> yeah, also, okay. right? Okay. But if you live in the middle of with Grab Food I and know. Food Panda and work from home, then you yeah. got to watch I'm look, out. I'm that, yeah. You know, you know. I'm I looking, don't need to I'm looking say, at yeah. you,
0: Penang. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So now, uh, like when someone gets diagnosed with uh, diabetes, how... Well wow, mm-hmm. What? Okay. Before I, I I go into that section, let's rewind a little bit. How does one know they have diabetes? Mm-hmm. How do they look out for it? Because I feel that most of the most of most people who find out they have diabetes it's like already too late. It's like oh, you've already had it for quite a while, but they don't. They probably don't pay attention to their body enough to understand that their the body is trying to tell them something. So, what are some of the symptoms that is like clear obviousness that you know you are diabetic?
1: Yeah. So. It's not easy. So, okay, the first thing is, of course, if you notice ants around your urine, I mean, that's, that's a, oh, a
0: really? bundle
1: okay. one. But yeah, 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 that's a, that's a really clear one. But that's also like later okay. down the line. The second thing is that you're peeing a lot. Okay, peeing a lot can be a sign that your body is trying to expel all that extra sugar. Now, how does your sugar come out of your body? Uh, mainly yes. through your pee. Okay, so if, if, if your body's trying to expel out all the excess sugar, I just can't take it. There's just so much sugar in my system. I want to dump it out. But you can't pee out pure sugar crystals. So you'll always drag on a little bit yeah. of water with it. And if you find yourself peeing a lot, waking up at night, five, six times to go and pee during the day, five, six times to go and pee, right? And that will also, uh, that, that's one of the signs. Being thirsty also, because as your sugar concentration rises okay so you start with plain water you slowly add one drop of ribina one drop of ribina one drop of ribina after many many drops it's going to be really concentrated if you can imagine and when your blood is that concentrated it will sort of activate your your brain and your body to say hey i'm thirsty like you need to dilute me out okay so if you start drinking a lot and feeling thirsty all the time and peeing all the time that's also another sign that uh, you could have diabetes but these are these are in a way, relatively late. If you if you wait until you have these signs, it's not going to be oh. good enough because that that just means your 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 blood sugar is so concentrated already. Your blood is like Rabina already; it's crying out for th- you know it's so thirsty. You're drinking all the time. It's really trying to dump out. So um, for me, what I would advocate is if you are yeah. Malaysian and you are an adult Malaysian, um, you should go and get checked okay, on mm-hmm. a regular basis. Don't think that just because you're young, like I said before, you know, even patients between 18 to 39, one out of 17 has it. And in fact, in that age group, NHMS tell us that 90% are undiagnosed. Oh, wow. That means they, they only they only discovered when they entered the project. So that's one of the things. Now, especially if you have a family history, either side of the family yeah. has diabetes, or if you were pregnant with diabetes mm-hmm. in the past, okay, or if you're obese and overweight and generally unhealthy, if you have other diseases which have been diagnosed, for example, high blood pressure yeah. or high cholesterol, they usually kelompok one. They they come, they come, uh, you know, empat right. they would call it. Okay, uh, so these are some of the things. You know, I, I would really sort of in a way advocate just going out and uh, not just waiting for symptoms. Okay, going out and getting checked if you if you have a background that is highly suggestive you're, that you have diabetes. And at the end of the day, one in five Malaysians, you know, the, the chances are, are to right. be pretty high.
0: So, okay. It's it's funny that you mentioned uh, peeing. So how, ma- mm. <laughs> how many times does one person pee on average on a day? And once you've passed that number threshold, you would be like, okay, something's not right here.
1: No, so yeah, there's no so you see the thing about peeing also is is uh, you you brought it up uh? are you pre- a no I'm pretty are sure. you a are you a holder are you a holder oh, there no, are some no, people no.
0: Who, who are yeah. who are yeah.
1: holders there are some people who little bit also need to run and then let go of a little bit and then small but frequent amounts, okay. okay? So there's no there's no real uh, number of times that you should track. Like, I mean, I hope that you guys are out there listening are just busy enough living your life. But one of the best ways is probably okay. at night. If you wake up at night one time, right. that's fine. Two times, okay, not too bad. But if it's more than that, you know, it's starting to disturb yeah. your sleep, right? You keep going, keep going, keep going, drink water, keep going. That's, that's something which is not uh, yeah. too good. Now, I wouldn't give a number to it as well for the daytime. But if you feel that your need to go to pee is so, uh, not so interfering, yes, okay. la, you know, like you have to record a podcast, <laughs> then you have to choke halfway ah, ah, through ah. the podcast and say, "Ah, Ginny boy, Ginny, excuse okay. me, I need to go." Now that that's that's obviously not good already. It's already really interfering yeah. in your life, right? Or or if you find yourself like having to plan your. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had some patients who were so severe, they were telling me, you know, before I was diagnosed, I had to plan my life around oh, wow. my keying. Yeah, before I go to board the train, I need to make sure I empty the bladder first because I know that by the time I come off the train, I may uh, not be okay. able to... And this is not train to Epo, you know, this is like going to work, take MRT kind of thing. So I say, if that's so bad already, your body is just crying and trying to dump out all that Mm -hmm. sugar from you, you must be thirsty like heck. He said, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's really late and you should have gotten diagnosed earlier. So yeah, that's, that's uh, some of the things. It's not, you can't really count the number of times. It, right, it, it then, just, you know if it starts to yeah. The, the it's, reason it's why bad. I asked, of yeah. course, you
0: know, when I was a kid, right? My mother said, "Oh, you know, when you have this thing, that is a godsend, but at the same time, it's hell. It's Google. You tend to Google your symptoms, and then like when Google was introduced, back then was Yahoo, and then they have all these things. Like you know, you start peeing. Oh, no, yeah, as yeah, a kid, yeah, you'd yeah, be like, yeah. you're sitting there. I was like, do I need to pee? Okay, no. Then you wait. Oh no, this is my third time peeing. <laughs> oh crap." You know, you, know, but you, like, like, you know, after, you know, when you grow older, you, you kind of, you get an idea. So now the, the yeah, right yeah, way yeah, to say yeah, it is yeah. actually when it interferes with your daily routine.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's actually for me, right, once you reach there, it's like bad already because it's like your body is really trying to like, oh, cry out for help. So um, yeah, maybe just make it a habit to check if you have risk factors, like the one I said, family history, yeah. etc., being overweight, obese, just check minimum once mm-hmm. a year. I think uh, and if anything is picked up then uh, basically you may need to, to uh, check a bit more often if say for example your yeah. borderline
0: okay yeah. and then like okay, I mean like <laughs> it's funny like I had I really had to ask the question because I all the person listening will probably be like be like me as well will start paying attention to the number mm-hmm. of time they pee so definitely <laughs> Please don't do that. The best way is to go get checked. But here's the thing that a lot of people yeah. I, I think they know this, but you know, maybe for the for the benefit of those who don't know, diabetes is an irreversible disease.
1: Uh, yes, in a way. In a way. Actually, if you look at yeah. cutting edge, if you look at what uh, where yeah. we are now, uh, there's this new idea amongst endocrinologists amongst doctors that we can put it into remission Mm. and put it into remission it's it's remission is a word that we normally associate with cancer right so uh we don't dare to say cure because the problem with cancer is we know that sometimes like few years later the breast cancer can come back you know uh in different parts of the body for example so remission just means like cancer free but it may come back so one of the latest ideas in, in the world of diabetes is that actually we, there are certain things, some very extreme things that can be done in some cases, not all cases can okay. go into remission that can help to put you into remission uh, with the diabetes. And one of them is extreme mm. weight loss. So this is like for, for individuals who are sumo right. wrestler size and you do surgery on them to make Got them it. lose weight. Or they undergo like really severe starvation mm-hmm. type diets, and they lose half their body weight. you can put the diabetes into okay. remission. Uh, other ways that that have been tried, but this one is a bit uh out there like you know it was only been done mm-hmm. in China where they basically force people to go onto intensive insulin from the day that they uh, mm. had diabetes. like from the day one you're diagnosed with diabetes, we didn't bother with uh, okay. the tablets. And we really pounded, you, they really pounded them with insulin. That's why it's not ever been done anywhere okay. else in the world. They just pounded them with large amounts of insulin. And then they managed to put the diabetes into remission okay. for a short while. Uh, so, but, you know, that's kind of... Uh, so when, you, when you say remission, uh, does it mean yeah. that,
0: you know, they can go on with their daily lives without medication and just live their normal life? Uh,
1: yes. So the latest definition is to say that three months, okay. No okay. three months, okay. no medicines. Okay? And yet the sugar All remains right. normal. You know, normal diet, no medicines, three months, your readings mm-hmm. are normal, we consider you to be in oh, remission. Okay,
0: all right. And of course, mm. uh, I mean, I'd like to put it out there, don't believe your seafood and whatever not are uh, giving you this type of miracle water that will cure your diabetes, up because <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> there they are people out there who do this.
1: Yeah, I know. They I are. Know. I know, yeah. it's terrible. I know it's like all these aunties, right? Will Uh, go to these
0: people and say, "Oh, don't worry, I will just wushu kung fu you, and then your diabetes will be cured." And you may
1: yeah, diabetes uh, got yeah, it's like a lot of people will think about this, uh, but
0: a lot of the older generations actually believe this. You know, they actually like they they think that okay, diabetes no cure, ma. Oh, if doctor cannot kill me, the spirits will kill me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but I just find it so dumb Mm. and ridiculous. like again, I'm yeah. I know,
1: I know, but I think. You know, people look for positive yeah, things, yeah. Lah, right? And people look for hope, that's the thing. But, uh, you know, as a doctor, I, I, I want to give you hope. I want to give you hope, but I also need to give you the honest truth. Now, what I said about remission is only for a select few of uh, individuals who can actually do it and lose large amounts of weight. You're right, in more, for most people, it's not a curable right. disease. It's not a remission disease, but it is. The good news is that this is a disease that can be controlled. And the control is, is uh, uh, going to prevent you from having all those nasty things, la, the dialysis, la, the blindness, la, the, the gangrene, etc. So yeah, it's, it cannot be cured, right? But it can be controlled. So to me, that's something positive to look at. Depends yeah, how you look yeah, at it. Lord, my, my mom has right? been
0: having diabetes for about 36 years, She's uh.
1: You just gave away. Your age? <laughs> because yeah, I'm
0: 36. Eh? Hey. Yeah. You know yeah, it's okay, yeah. man. I, I'm 36 and I look 25. You look you look 18. So yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you,
1: thank you. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I
0: I think my mom is very disciplined. Uh, with regards. Okay, now like, mm, yeah, when like I was it. a kid, yeah. when she told me she all team Liu and she had diabetes, right? I there was one time, a time, you know, being kids, right? When you tell them something, they'll be like your army officer commando. I will throw everything from the fridge that is sweet and not eat sweet things, no, go on this no-sweet diet together with my mom. Uh, I used to do that when I was, that when, when I was a kid. Yeah. But that yeah, was yeah. just the surface yeah. of it because for me, it's like, it, in my mind was like, oh, diabetes cannot eat sweet things. But the thing is, uh, that's the wrong thinking because everybody needs, kind of shu- needs sugar as well in some way in order for their mm. body to function. Mm. Mm. Okay. I mean, like, uh, mm. okay. So I, I'm going to ask you like a, more of like a personal question. So this is just going to sure, sure. rewind back to MCO. I kind of feel like MCO mm. has probably sparked maybe a, or encouraged a lot more potential diabetic patients because when you're stuck at home, you tend to devour a lot of food. Yeah, A lot of people tend to drink a lot. So I think like at one point mm. in time, uh, I was, uh, I was uh, eating a lot and I was putting a lot of weight and then again, my mom mm. one day just said, "Hey, come let me prick your finger, because you know you're putting a bit, you're putting mm. on a bit of weight." Uh, you know, every mm. like when people are like, nothing else better to do, they're you're cooped up at home, and when they're stressed out, they eat. And like for me, it was I found a lot of like uh, comfort in eating and drinking and, and and whatever not alcohol that is. So my mom pricked my finger, and oh, I think okay. I remember that she just saw my reading of a 6.9 one morning, and uh, I think like mm. a borderline six point nine seven, and that's where I freaked. I freaked out and I'm like started googling and whatever not and asking, asking and then next thing you know what I did was you see here I think I'm not sure if people can relate to me or you can relate to this as well when I found out that you know I had like a very high blood reading I didn't automatically go and um, go and like basically go to the doctor straight away I went out I Sorry, exercised about three weeks uh, I went to the doctor I, to be... I went to the doctor to do a, uh-huh. a, a what do you call it a, a blood test Check up and yeah it went down to like five point five yeah and and mm-hmm. uh, I think that was the first time. I think it went down to about a six under like maybe six or uh, six or six point one la then this year, uh I took upon it to really change my lifestyle because my line of work we don 't sleep <laughs> and apparently uh apparently not sleeping enough kind of contributes to the risk yeah. of you getting diabetes not saying that it will but there is a risk a higher risk mm. so like uh, i think mm. my uh, uh, my latest uh, checkup with a doctor this year i did i, I came back with a 5.5 and uh, i gave myself a pat on the back but does that mean i th- but does, that's why that's why i want to ask you this question does it mean i'm 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 still okay or am i diabetic and i don't know about it
1: Okay, so you bring up lots of great points, okay? Uh, I think the first point that I think is is really uh, uh, something that people need to understand is people kind of think that my sugar is high solely based on what I makan. So whether I makan one bowl of rice or 10 bowls of rice, whether I makan uh, healthy cereal or durian. But your sugar can also be, like you say up because Mm -hmm. of other things for example stress Ah. right so not sleeping for several days or not sleeping (laughs) at all right or having Mm -hmm. exams or having uh uh i don't know a a snake in your in your living room (laughs) okay can spike your sugar honestly yeah if a cobra dropped down in front of you your sugar would spike not because you makan a durian but because your body is preparing Ah. to fight so when you are in a stress mode when you are in a stress mode right? Your body engages to sort of say, hey, look, you know, you, you, you need to have unlimited resource to sugar in your bloodstream so that you can do what you got to do. Be it film uh, a movie or be it fight a snake or be it uh, do mm-hmm. what you got to do. So that, that also can. I have patients who came and said to me, you know, doc, I don't understand. I've not been eating well because I've been, uh, you know, having this uh, teacher, right? mistress. I've been having this PIBG problems. Okay, uh, yeah, that, that's the, the one thing that, that made her sugar high, you know, it was just the stress of the whole thing. And then once B.I.B.G. over, <laughs> magically my sugar came down again, right? Um, so yeah, uh, stress can definitely be a factor. Illness can be sure. a factor as well. So we've seen lots of people, you know, you cannot fever, you cannot dengue, you didn't eat anything, your right. right sugar is high. Okay, okay. yeah. Um, and um, the other factor that you, you bring as well is just checking your sugar at one point in time can be a bit high because of stress factor or other illnesses can be a bit low if you've just for example done a marathon or something Mm -hmm. like that okay Uh, so one of the more modern ways to uh, look at it is to check something which is the average sugar which we call HbA1c I don't yeah, know if I you have because that. of my mom. Yeah. This HBA one c your mom, yeah, I know, right? She probably yeah. talks to you about it. But this is like what your average sugar has been doing over the past two to right. three months. And generally, if, if you check that, you'll have a slightly more accurate kind of uh, picture of uh, uh, what your sugar has been. That means you're not just capturing it at one point yep. in time, but you're averaging out all the highs and the lows uh, as well. Uh, another way is to go and do a sugar drink test where, where we purposely test you Okay, before you drink this sugar drink, we'll check your mm-hmm. sugar one time. And then after you, two hours after you drink this very sweet yep. sugar drink, okay, all right, we'll check how your body responds to it and see whether your sugar is high. So that's, that's like the absolutely, like if you absolutely want to double check, triple check, quadruple check, that's like the go, go, go standard right. way of doing it. Or you can do the HbA1c. Uh, so yeah, those. Those are some of the ways that we look at somebody's body and what their sugar levels are. are sort of responding. So, so I, to. I
0: was quite. I'm quite curious to the one. So the test that you were mentioning. You 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 uh you drink a sweet drink and you you pay attention to what your body does. Mm-hmm. What will a di- What will mm-hmm. a diabetic patient or how will a diabetic person react if they took a really sweet drink?
1: Okay. Now I'm being really really honest mm-hmm. here. Okay. I'm not making this up. But the number you need to remember is 7 11 okay. yeah honestly so if your fasting level is above yeah. 7 meaning that you before you makan before you took the sweet drink is above 7 diabetes. Oh, wow. if it's below 7 okay it's uh 6 to 7 that's that pre diabetes right. kind of range okay now if after you binom it's above 11.1 but we round it off to right to 11, right la, okay
0: then, then okay i'm gonna sorry i'm gonna bring it back to the part when you were mentioning stress go on, go on. and stuff like that so like i woke up one day and i yeah. remember pricking my finger and i got like 7.1 or two mm. but like if i took another mm. one and it went down to a 6.9 so did i suddenly mm. get diabetes or did i suddenly and, and did i suddenly
1: not get diabetes i see okay so yeah that's why that's why it's important also that uh when we diagnose diabetes uh, remember right at the beginning i saw sort of said that look you know it's it's high blood sugar a, a long over a prolonged period right. of time you know so the stress of poking your finger or the stress of waking up because waking up is stressful man i don't know about you but for me waking up <laughs> is stressful the alarm yeah. goes off my my body is big time protesting okay. okay so the stress of waking up sometimes can make your sugar a little oh. bit high Okay, that's one of the things. The other thing you need to know is that the fingerprint yeah. test, right, is not 100%, 100% like going to be tepat, tepat. There's going to be a little bit I of deviation. So that's why between 7.1, 6.9, it's pretty close. And, you know, uh, you can't expect every, you know, you can't expect, okay, it's just say, for example, yeah. temperature, right? You cannot expect the temperature of your hands to be the same as the temperature yeah, under yeah. your armpit. Okay. So in the same way, you can't expect your blood glucose in this finger and this finger to be absolutely the same as well. So it's not the most accurate. So if you really want to have a gold standard, uh, if you really want to be a super depart way of having a diagnosis of diabetes, uh, then basically uh, you have to go and get the proper blood check from, you know. So I pain. guess I guess
0: the most, the better way to do it is to go to a doctor like BP or, you know, and basically yeah poke yeah, your yeah. arm over here get Absolutely. out some blood and, and and do the test and which i did after that yeah. you know just to like, put my whole mm. cause, yeah i i went and do that fasting fasting the night before and then going like you know and mm. and, and take it and it came back with a 5.5 or 5.7 i can't remember but i said it to a friend you know everybody has a friend who's a doctor forwarded to my friend and be like oh, okay you're fine <laughs> so uh, now now i also want to ask this next question because i think like uh it will be very beneficial because a lot of people will always think that, oh, yeah, I, di- I got diabetes. It's the end of the world for me. Is it the end of the world for a person who has diabetes? I know you mentioned this before that you know, it can be controlled, but a lot of people tend to think that, oh, I'm diabetic. I've been diagnosed. The word diagnosed is scary enough because it sounds like you know, you're being diagnosed with a disease that it's going to kill you. So is it the end of the world uh, you know, when you get diabetes?
1: No, la. I mean, obviously, Jin, your mom has had you for 36 (laughs) years you know she's been alive for 36 years it's obviously not the end of the world you know she's able to raise her kids and it's great right she's able to see her grandchildren uh uh, yeah so it's not it's not the end of the world okay but you you do have to be like your mom be proactive she sounds like she was very proactive very careful very jaga Mm -hmm. herself okay uh, and and uh, just take some basic steps, go and see your doctor regularly, go and get checked regularly and have your your diet and your medications adjusted regularly, okay, to keep it all under control. I mean, your mom is a perfect testament, man. <laughs> yeah. She's lived for 36 years yeah. with it, okay? So she's had a life, you know? She's raised you, she's, she's seen her grandkids. <laughs> yeah. You know, any Asian parent would be like, wow, great, right? So, uh uh i think i think it's definitely not the end of the world but you have to take care you have to take care the the, the thing about the outcomes in diabetes is that they are 100 percent preventable it's not as though like you're on this like super dangerous cancer where within six months it's going to spread to your brain to your liver to your lungs yep. etc no no it's it's super preventable if you just take some basic steps and look yeah. after yourself and remain motivated looking after yourself. I mean, I guess one of the things which many of my patients face is is remaining motivated to jaga themselves over such a long period of time, you know, because it can be quite tiring, yeah. like, you know, diabetes. You can't sort of say, oh, I only have diabetes from Monday to Friday, Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. No, my sugar, my sugar, okay, okay. one, you know. So you have 24 7, you know, you have to 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 make sure you you go and see a doctor, get your medicines, take your medicines on time yeah. every day. Make sure you have a good diet, control and check as well. So yeah, sometimes uh, remaining motivated can in a in a long term thing, it's like a marathon. Yeah. You know, can be challenging. Cool, as cool, well. cool.
0: Now I know we're gonna be talking to you again very very soon, but you know I don't want to dig too much out of you, but like I like. Um, I, I think I, I just want to say that like uh, the, the difference between someone who has diabetes and someone who doesn't have diabetes you know is there I think we, I know we touched about it before it's like you know diabetes you know people treat him differently but take away everything if a person has diabetes can they say they are very different from a person who doesn't have diabetes or can they live the same normal life as the person who does not have diabetes
1: no I mean you can so like I I, I want to believe that we we live in a world where we can be really inclusive and and so you just have to look at it like asthma or you just have to look at it like Mm -hmm. wearing specs. Yes. Okay. Now, you could argue and sort of say, hey, dog, I don't want this for the rest of my life. Why are you forcing me to Mm -hmm. wear this? Well, because if you wear it, you can see because there's a benefit to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, dog, why, 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 why do I got to brush mm-hmm. my teeth? So So麻烦, why can't I just leave it? Okay, so yeah, you can don't brush your teeth, but you know, there'll be consequences. Yep. Okay, so what I would say is that it's the same with, with many diseases and diabetes is one of them. It's a unique disease because it's closely linked to yes. what we eat. You know right you can tell people who smoke never smoke again you can tell people who drink yeah. never drink again but you cannot tell people never yeah, eat again yeah, yeah okay uh but you just basically the, the the nuance is um you eat you eat carefully you eat according to how you've been uh, advised control um, it's not about not eating certain things also it's about controlling the portions mm-hmm. etc and you can live yes, a normal yes. life you know you can you can have a family as, as your family mm-hmm. has shown, you know, you can enjoy yourself, go for <laughs> wedding dinners, you can go for holidays. Okay, uh, these are all the things that we don't go yeah, for now yeah, right? I because it's, it's <laughs> COVID. But yeah, you can, you absolutely can. Of course, there are things that you have to take care of. La. Just like I know, you know, I need to go and get my glasses, uh, and my eyes checked regularly. I need to get my teeth checked regularly. That's one thing. I need to make sure that the power is up to date. Right. I need to make sure I, I keep my glasses carefully and I don't sort of smash them all over the place. OK, so, yeah, there are, pro, there are things that you need to, to look after and take care. You know, if I put this everywhere and it gets crushed, then <laughs> I can't see. OK, so it's the same with the diabetes. If you take care of it, you will yes. be fine. Okay, but you need to be motivated and... and uh, take it, care it
0: will it. eventually yeah. be a, 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 a routine of your life. So in other words, you know... It will, it will, yeah.
1: yes. Routine is a very important yeah, word. So yeah. it,
0: it, it means in other words, what we're trying to say is like, you know, take corrective measures to control your diabetes and you will be as normal as mm-hmm. you were when you were born or growing up and stuff.
1: Yeah. The the, the the one thing that after looking after so many people with diabetes, young and old, is... is uh, And and I used to work in in University Malaya in the government uh, sector. So rich and poor, young and old, uh, thin and fat, type 1 and type 2, uh, pregnant, -pregnant, non-pregnant, male, female. The one thing that has always struck me is that those who do the best are people like your mom who who are motivated to look after Mm. themselves and motivated to look after themselves over a long time. Many people sometimes fall off the wagon. That means in the first three months that they, they know, right they completely turn into a turn into a cow eat grass yeah. on knee and and you know exercise every day but after three months they yeah now okay but but those who remain motivated and remain on course come and check regularly get their medicines uh uh, adjusted regularly, get their diet looked at mm-hmm. regularly. They do well. They do really, really what, what well. What are some of
0: the tri- most common treatments for diabetes? Okay, like for me, I know my mom. She gets she gets insulin, and then she used to take some pills. But what are the more common, like for a person who just been diagnosed with diabetes? You know.
1: Yeah. So if you've been diagnosed and the sugar is not that high, sometimes you don't need any right. any medicines. You just need to have a healthy diet and get some exercise as well to lose weight. Okay. So, so that's that's the bare basic and you could you could argue that that, that is the, the one thing that throughout your life you should yeah. be doing anyway, right? So diet and, and, and exercise, uh, healthy lifestyle, that's that's a basic right. treatment. We I would call it okay. a treatment already. Then of course nowadays with diabetes being such a big worldwide problem, there are plenty and plenty and plenty of medications that be, can right. be taken. And these medications come in the form of tablets mm-hmm. and pills, but also injections. Okay. Uh, like you you said before, and even the injections have become more and more advanced. You know, there's, there's even can you believe it? There's even now injections which can be given once. Oh a wow! Week. Uh, I know, right? I know, and there are even injections which uh, you know can be continuously pumped into your body. Yeah, is, is it so is, is it something that like, you
0: wear on your body?
1: Yeah, you were like anybody, there's a correct. celebrity yeah. in
0: uh, in Hollywood that does this. I'm not sure if you know, but his name is Nick Jonas. Have you heard of Nick Jonas? Yes,
1: yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I know like of course. I not so I'm not so old. Jim. <laughs> I know who Nick Jonas is. I'm not an uncle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like you see he he caught my attention because one day Mm. Like, you know, he, mm. was, he was wearing that and like, oh, hey, hey, mom, do you want, do you want that? And my mom like, no. Hey, it probably looks expensive too, but it's good for mm. someone like him to come out and tell people he's got diabetes. I,
1: yeah. Other people who are celebrities who have uh, Halle yeah. Berry. Oh, I didn't, oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: But she's yeah, so fit. Yeah. But she yeah. was so, so fit. One for, though. The, one for the boys, one yeah, for the Yeah, but girls. she's so
0: fit though. How did she even get Okay, yeah
1: Yeah, uh, where, where did she Yeah, okay yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, <laughs> can, you it, it can happen you to go. anyone
0: So, okay Doctor, I, I I know I've taken up A lot of your time I know I've asked you A lot of questions No,
1: no, not at all <laughs> Yeah, but you know
0: I, I'm going to be calling you back Because, you know In conjunction with uh, with World Diabetes Day Is happening in November uh, We also encourage This thing that's going around It's called Ops Kurang Manis and uh, you know, it's basically encouraging everybody to kind of lessen your sugar intake. You know, when you go to a mamak store it's like, hey boss, kurang manis. You can also say kurang kurang manis is okay, lah. But sometimes I tend to wonder whether <laughs> these mamak fellas actually really kurang manis or not. It's like, it's like kurang oh, manis. Okay, I give you one can. Korang, korang manis. Okay, one <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, like this is uh, in conjunction with uh, World Diabetes Day to kind of create more awareness about the disease. Yes. I mean, we can call the disease now. Doctor, before we go, any, anything you want to say to our audience uh, listening before we get you back here again in the next couple of weeks?
1: Mm. Okay, so I guess the one thing I would say is that go and get checked if you haven't been checked no matter how old you are because as a Malaysian, we have risk yep. factors uh, for it. Um, if you do have it okay it's not the end of the world it's something that if you put time and effort and remain motivated like Jin your mom uh, you can do well you can do really really well Um, and yes um Stay healthy, uh, especially in this time of COVID and working from home. And yeah, take care of yourself. Awesome, awesome.
0: Thank you so much, doctor. We'll have you back again in conjunction with this month of awareness for diabetes. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, guys. You can stream us on Spotify, also on Apple iTunes. We will speak to you guys next time.